You're listening to Three Kitchens Podcast, a member of the Alberta Podcast Network. Locally grown, community supported. Now it's time to get cooking. This episode of Three Kitchens is brought to you by ATB. At ATB, we make banking work for you. With expert and practical advice in everyday banking and investment planning expertise and management services with ATB Wealth, you can be confident that you're making smart choices when it comes to your money. We have a history of doing what's right for our clients, especially when times are tough, because ATB was built to help Albertans. For more information, visit atb.com. Welcome to Three Kitchens, the podcast where we talk about what we're cooking. I'm Heather Dyer. I'm here with Sarah Somasundaram. Hi, Sarah. Hello. Sarah has a cold, so she's she may... Her voice sounds <laughs> extra sexy today. <laughs> yeah, she, extra low. Super sexy voice. If there is such a thing with my voice. Um, I'm going to be muted for most of this episode, so... Okay. But I'm here. That's totally fine. And Aaron Walker. Hi, Aaron. Hello, hello. So what's going on today, ladies? Aaron, you and I were just chatting oh. about the Stampede <laughs> Midway food. And for anyone who's not from around here, the Calgary yeah. Stampede, uh, as they call it, the greatest outdoor show on earth is basically just a big, it's a rodeo is the main thing. And then there's a whole bunch of other events. It's events. a reason for people who work here to drink for a week. <laughs> Young people. I think by this age, we don't even yeah. do any stampeding, but younger no. folks like it a lot i used to a lot, like a lot of romances happen mm. <laughs> there's a stampede baby bump nine That's months right, post stampede there is, there is a there is a notable bump in the number of babies born <laughs> anyway my husband brought up that oh the stampede coke stage we should see if there's any bands worth checking out because right. you know we're into current music and uh <laughs> And then he started listing the food that they're going to be bringing to the Stampede. Because part of the attraction of going to this thing is the crazy things that they choose to make. Is it? It's not really. I don't know if it's part of the attraction, but it is. People go down just to try all the Midway food. It's very carnival food, food, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's deep fried everything. Yeah. So uh, there's a couple that stood out to me, but what stood out to you? Okay. What have you had in the past? Oh, I don't eat that shit. I just like the those donuts. You know those mini, mini donuts. donuts. People there's always love those. The mini yeah. donuts. Sure. I've had the deep fried Oreos. Oh, you have. Eh? Yeah. They batter and fry an Oreo. It's not bad. Okay. I mean, it's nothing to be like, wow, you totally have to eat this. Okay. It's. It's an sure. Oreo and it's warm and yeah. it's crusty. Whatever. But there's always like weird, they're trying to, there's a bit of a shock value. Yes. All right, Leigh, you both have obviously read up about this. So tell me a all about bit. this. So Heather, what was on your list of do not go there? Okay, there's something <laughs> and I don't have it. I just heard it on the radio. I didn't like take note of the exact name, but there's something called like a bad breath lemonade. It is lemonade with onions and garlic. On onions, wait, sorry, lemonade with onions and garlic, uh-huh. and like a soup, or like a no, no, it's lemon juice with onion. Okay, and garlic. so that sounds like cold soup and sugar. <laughs> well, I don't think there's onions floating around in there. I imagine it's pureed or something. Maybe it's garnished with a nice deep fried onion on the side. 
anyway it sounds disgusting <laughs> and why would you want to you're definitely not going to hook up with anybody for drinking something called bad breath oh yes you will it's i'm sorry stampede. it's stampede they're so freaking drunk at that point they <laughs> yeah <don't care. laughs> you you also know stampede means that you just throw out all of your standards too right that's the other thing about stampede the beer yeah. goggles are thick yes as are the lemonade ones <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that doesn't sound good. Okay, so let me know if you would try this next item. Okay. It's a Kraft Dinner flavored soft serve Come ice cream. On. Kraft Dinner mac and cheese flavored oh, ice cream. God. Yuck. Right? That sounds really awful. And it's bright yellow like you'd expect. Or yeah. Orange or whatever. Yeah. And are there going to be chunks of noodles in it, guys? Yuck. Yuck. Ugh. Okay, wait, but is it sweet? I don't know. And savory? And mac and cheesy. I'm guessing it's just going to taste like macaroni and cheese. All right, guys. And you know, listeners, these foods are not cheap. So no, whoever no. who's going, to, like, this is an investment <laughs> to try Ooh. something that sounds not so delicious. Sarah, I have another one for you. All right. There's another Let's one. Let's hear it. It is a mealworm hot dog. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, 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 no. There's worms on no. it. No. <laughs> That's not. Are they live? What? Are they gonna, live? No, I don't think they'd be crawling. But oh, no, that's yeah. not okay. That's just this, pushing it. I mean, why? Yeah, no. exactly. Okay, this sounds tasty. Okay, honey habanero ice cream pops. Okay, okay, oh, okay, okay. I'll try that's that. Right. That's right. tryable. Yeah. How I much can... are they? Like eighteen dollars. <laughs> Oh, I'm popsicle. sure it's probably at least. <laughs> well, I'm not going to the Midway. I'm not going to eat any of this stuff because <clears throat> I'm not going there. I do enjoy a good pancake breakfast with yes. maybe a live band. Yes. And, and they're all over the city. So that's yeah. kind of nice. You don't have to go to the grounds to do exactly. that. Exactly. Right? Yeah. I've oh, had yeah. some fun stampede times in my life. Yeah. It's just not really now. No. <laughs> it was fun then, but not fun now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we hopefully have tempted your taste buds with those fantastic midway food combinations that they've come up with this year for you no you know what what we've done is just made the recipe i'm going to talk about sound that much better that's Ooh. right because low standards <laughs> and then now you've got something real <laughs> <laughs> so if you're not into putting mac and cheese into your soft serve ice cream <laughs> mealworms on your hot dog i actually did see a photo of that one and it's like I, w I thought of Sarah because she's got a fear of worms and creepy Ugh. crawly snakes. What are you into, Heather? What are you into? What are we into? Um, okay, there will be no worms in this recipe. In fact, it's vegetarian, so there will be no animals of any oh, kind. Sarah's face just fell a little bit there. She's like, <laughs> I know. But you know what? I feel like, okay, so I'm doing another sandwich and I realize I just made a sandwich for my last episode. Mm. And this is completely different. That was like meat on meat. Mm -hmm. It was bacon on chicken and it was delicious. But this one mm. is veggie. So, so this is going to balance it out for us is really. Yeah. It's just oh, okay. completely different. It is okay. completely different. Okay. It's called Sabuk and, or Sabik. And I'm probably saying that wrong. I Googled the pronunciation, but sometimes they steer me wrong. You know, Google with the little, you get that little computer voice that goes sabik. Right. I'm like, are you sure? Yeah. I'd like to hear a real person say this. Sabik. <laughs> okay, I'm just gonna say sabik and let's hope it's right. Um it's name it's an Israeli sandwich. It's named for the guy who invented it. I always think inventing a sandwich sounds kind of odd, but I guess 
popularized it, I guess. Yeah, maybe he just um, popularized it. The sandwich it. is named after the Earl of Sandwich. Of course right. you name it after whoever no, made but, it. No, but I know, but is it invented? Is it really an invention when you just put a bunch of stuff in some bread? Like, I don't know. Anyway. Created. Created by. There you go. That's a better word. Let's use created. So this guy, Sabik Halabi, was the first to start selling it. I don't know if he created it, but he started selling it in the 60s in Israel. And it's described as the ingredients of a Jewish Iraqi breakfast put into a pita. Mm. So why am I already so excited about yeah, this? Yeah, I'm really hungry. <laughs> like you don't even have to tell me anything about what's on it. What ingredients? Okay, done. I'm just going to eat it. I just, I, oh. I already know I cannot wait to eat this. Maybe because yeah. I just had those those Turkish pitas again. Oh, I am yeah, just oh, like, yeah. I'm living in the Mediterranean countries and right now with my food wants. And I, you know, me, Middle and Eastern. me and Pinterest just browsing around stuff. I saw this photo of mm. one of these sandwiches and I was, I think I sent it to you guys. I was like, I, I want to eat this. I don't even know what's in it. I'm going to eat it. Yeah. So it is a uh, pita, not Turkish pita pizza, but pita bread right um it's pita hummus tahini sauce amba sauce eggplant eggs potatoes um and then an israeli salad which is tomato cucumber cabbage onion parsley mm. oh we got all the vegetables uh okay so the tahini sauce is tahini which is sesame paste mm -hmm. with lemon and garlic that's it we're just mm -hmm. a simple little just zhuzhing up your tahini right mm. are, are you going to be using some salt and lemons <laughs> in that <laughs> do you hey. really even need to ask that question yeah, like, anymore it's like on. kind of like when we say lemon now it just means salted lemon <laughs> <laughs> just leave out the salt and just Note to all it. listeners asking if it's salted lemon is rhetorical yes so Okay, so let me tell you about Amba sauce. I oh, yeah. came across this, um, I don't know, months ago, and I made it, I've made it a couple times now, and I put it on a kofta burger, which okay. is kind of like a, a kofta is more often like a meatball kind of, mm -hmm. but, I, but it was a burger patty. Anyway, look up kofta if you want it. That was delicious all mm -hmm. on its own. But an Amba sauce is a mango sauce. So you're cooking, cooking this down, mango, mm. chili peppers, mustard seeds, lemon, cumin, sumac, fenugreek, cayenne pepper, brown sugar. So it's sweet and spicy and the mustard seed gives it this, I don't know, completely different punch. But yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. And mustard makes everything better. Well, yes. but the seed. Erin's a big too. mustard fan, so she's happy. Yeah, I'd never really done much with mustard seeds. And, you know, you get them in the oil and they pop. And right. then you're putting all your other stuff in there. Oh, and... you're doing that? Are you popping mustard seeds? I pop mustard seeds all the time. Oh, you do? I do. What do you put them in? I put them in lots of Indian dishes. Oh, okay. Mm. I find it funny because I was on Roop's podcast ones a video cast and we were talking about how to pop mustard seeds oh the proper way oh, there's a proper way <laughs> oh no proper way. sounds like you better do your research there heather <laughs> oh don't worry about it it'll be delicious i have made it a couple of times and it was delicious and in mm. fact i didn't have chili peppers when i made it um mm. in the past and it was still delicious but i'm going to make sure to put peppers in this time i don't know what kind of chili pepper actually any thoughts on that spicy the better <laughs> 
<laughs> so maybe I'll just shut up. I'll see what I can find. All right. So I've got those two things to make. The salad, as I mentioned, is, you know, you're chopping up tomato, cucumber, cabbage, and onions and parsley. Yeah. Probably some olive oil. Do you put any type of acid on there? For some reason, that just sounds like it'd be really good. Like, I remember that... Um salad that we made when we had our fall feast from Tawau. Remember you mm. made that little, mm-hmm. it was like a cucumber onion. Sarah made it on the side of her. Oh, oh the stuff that I put over the marrow. Yeah, like there was a crispy, yeah, yeah, yeah. crunchy little, and it had a little bit of a dressing on it that was really tasty, and I really mm, liked that. Yeah. So I wonder if this has let me see a little bit of acid to cut through it. Well, would you like to take a guess? Maybe some lemon. <laughs> Let's do some salted lemon in there. I'm going to say no to that, right? Nope. That'll work. Okay. Um, all right. So we talked about that. So it also has hummus. Uh, I think I mentioned that, but I haven't decided yet if I'm going to make the hummus. Possibly. The eggplant is grilled or sauteed. Okay. Um, the eggs are boiled. Boiled egg sliced in there. And cooked peeled potatoes. So nice. you've got eggplant, eggs, potatoes, salad, couple of different sauces and you're layering all of this into your pita pocket you know your pita bread has a hollow right. in the middle right yeah and you slice it open and you layer all this stuff in there so the other thing i'm going to do is make the pita bread because what? you are i am i've never made pita what? and i what? feel like the what i feel like the sabik I'd probably say I've forgotten already how I was supposed to say it. Sabik. I feel like it warrants a fresh homemade piece of bread. I don't want to put it in that dried thing from the store. I mean, some of them are good. And if you've never, I mean, I've never had a homemade pita bread. Even when you go to like the delis. They don't make their they're own not homemade, pita bread. No. But I'm going to try. So it's a yeast. Oh, there is yeast in it. I see. Oh my God. Doesn't it make the pocket as it, as it cooks? Yeah. You need the yeast in order for it to, to like, make the pocket. To make the little pocket. Interesting. So oh my it's. God, I've always wanted to try I this. I know. I've never thought of doing it until I started looking at the sandwich and I'm like, oh, I'm totally going to attempt at least. Yes. Maybe I'll buy some as backup, but I'm going to attempt. I am dancing all over my seat right now. She's... I'm sorry. I'm so, like, I can't sit still now. Do you want to make me. the pitas for me? You seem really excited about it. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> okay, so it's a flour, yeast, salt, sugar, water, oil. Okay. Very basic uh, kind of dough. It rises for 90 minutes. You're going to punch it down, knead it. It's 20 minutes more. So it's pretty quick. It's not like an overnight bread. No. It's, reasonably quick and then you i'm not i have to look up the recipe later but i'm not sure how many it makes but you're going to make little balls roll them out so you're rolling it into like a disc yeah and then in a skillet um you do it individually and you put it on the hot skillet until it starts to kind of puff and then you flip it over so this could be labor intensive (laughs) this sounds extremely Um, labor intensive but also super cool if it works and i actually it actually puffs up and I actually get the hole in the middle i think it's going to be so much better than a store-bought oh 100 percent. oh this is exciting i am so hungry about this because the other things are easy i mean making a sauce making mm-hmm. a quick salad grilling some eggplant that's all i mean there's nothing complicated about this i just wanted to try mm-hmm I love making flatbreads. So this is like, I'm not big into those, you know, loaf breads and stuff like that. Flatbreads. <gasps> so exciting. Yeah. It's just a little, but mm-hmm. trying to get that pocket of air in the middle is yeah, where I'm yeah. like, oh boy. This is going to be super neat. This will be fun. Now, even if you don't get the hole in the middle, 
right fold it together you just fold it exactly like either way it's a great thing to practice and i imagine like takes a few times of doing it to kind of but i love the idea of making your own pita that's so like can you imagine inviting people over and going where'd you get the pita from that's delicious i made it i just made it this morning you know no biggie so come back after the commercial commercial the ad (laughs) and and hear how my if i got a pocket in my pita This episode of Three Kitchens is brought to you by Alberta Blue Cross. Alberta Blue Cross understands that running a small business is tough, and they understand business owners in Alberta are busy. Let Alberta Blue Cross give you peace of mind with a group benefit plan. They offer health, dental, life, and disability coverage for your employees. Alberta Blue Cross group benefit plans are easy to manage anywhere, anytime, and on any device, making it easy for you and your employees to access. To learn more and explore your options, head to ab.bluecross.ca. So let's talk about sabuk, sabuk, sabuk. Gosh, that pronouncing that. Okay, sabuk. I accessed the majority of the recipes for this out of the spruceeats.com. So I think I've talked about this site before. Mm, yeah, it's like free promo for all these like food blogs that we're always talking about. This because this recipe that they have in here for um, the sebek sebek includes the recipe for the tahini sauce. It includes the amba sauce. It includes yes, and the hummus. One stop shop. Yeah, it doesn't include the bread, so I got the bread from another site. But let's talk about the sauces first, because that's where I started. Like the day before, I made the amba and the hummus so that I would have them ready to go. Please talk about the sauces because they've now yeah. run out in my fridge and I'm a very <laughs> sad. Yes, very sad. More, very okay. sad person. <laughs> All right. So Amba sauce, I had made this actually a couple times um, before and put it on other things like it's really good on burgers. It's kind of like a chutney, like a mango chutney kind yeah. of. Yeah. So you could put it on all kinds of things. So you're dicing your mango and I have used frozen mango for this. And it works perfectly fine. So if you don't want to have to oh, good to peel know. and <laughs> chop, mm-hmm. I find it a little bit of a pain in the butt. Mm-hmm. And I would have preferred, if I'd been thinking about it, I think frozen would have just been a lot easier because it's already all diced up and you just pour it out of the bag and there you go. Right. Nice. So you start with some canola oil or whichever oil you prefer in your pot, heat it up, put in your mustard seeds. And when they start to pop, then you add in your um, hot chili pepper seeded and diced. I ended up using a Thai red chili because that's mm. what was handy to me. Then you add, you cook that a little bit. You add your mango in with lemon juice and brown sugar. And okay. then you have a cup of water handy and you add in water, you stir, you kind of keep doing this until the sugar's dissolved and you're just adding water as you need it to keep right. it from like burning on the bottom. Okay. Then you let that simmer down until your mango is tender. So you want to soften your mango. Stir in cumin, fenugreek, sumac, cayenne pepper, and salt. Mm. I didn't have fenugreek, so I left that out. I did think I should have made a call to Sarah's spice yeah. pantry, but I, I just thought, meh, we'll just leave it at this <laughs> So then you take it off the heat, let it cool, put it in a container, put it in the fridge, and leave it at least overnight so that it all the flavors 
are in there. So, okay. Easy, cool. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's your amber sauce done and ready. Then, okay. So on the spruce eats, when you click hummus to get the recipe, they have quite a number of them, different variations. I just did the ultimate classic hummus because okay. I have made hummus before, and this was a straight hummus recipe. You've got chickpeas, uh, some of the liquid from the chickpeas, lemon juice, tahini, garlic, salt, olive oil. And you're putting that in your food processor, everything but the olive oil, you kind of whiz it up and then you're drizzling your oil in and mixing it until it's blended to the kind of the consistency that you want. Mm -hmm. It's like the easiest thing to make, Mm -hmm. especially if you have a can of chickpeas. If you had to rehydrate first, that would take a bit more time. But and this makes quite a bit. Let's see, we started with a 16 ounce can of chickpeas. I had quite a bit of hummus. So that's very basic. If you want, you can like add spice to it. You can, you can do all kinds of things with hummus. Mm-hmm. Tahini sauce is just sesame paste, uh, water, lemon juice, garlic powder, salt to taste, and ground black pepper. Mm. Mix that all up. And if you know, if you've eaten, you know, tahini, it's kind of, it's bitter, mm-hmm. right? Right. So you just want to taste it and make sure, like I added a bit more lemon because I prefer it a little less bitter and more acidic. So you kind of just play around with that one. Okay, so I did that the day before. I had my sauces done. They're in the fridge, ready to go. And then the day, the next day I made my pita bread. So this is from a site called letthebakingbegin.com, okay. homemade pita bread recipe. Okay, this is where it got interesting because I definitely had never made pita Mm-hmm. And I was concerned about getting that hollow in the middle. The recipe itself is very simple. You're just doing your yeast, salt, sugar, water, warm water, and olive oil in a, you know, let that froth up a little bit. What do they call it? Activate. <laughs> Activate. <laughs> That's right. Then put it in your <laughs> the bowl of your mixer, add two and a half cups of flour, and let that go with the dough hook. Or okay. knead it by hand if you don't have a mixer. I think you need it for about 10 minutes. You want it to be tacky and elastic, but not too sticky. Then you're just going to put it in your oiled bowl with a kitchen towel, like a tea towel over it, and then leave it for one to two hours until it doubles in size. Okay. So pretty easy. And then you're going to put it out on a floured surface, divide it into eight equal pieces. This makes eight pitas. Roll them into balls, flatten them into discs, use a rolling pin and roll them out to about a quarter inch thickness. I found that they rolled pretty easily. Okay, yeah. They're quite small. I would say this is like a, I know sometimes the ones you get in the store are quite large and that's what I had in my mind was this like big round when you cut it in half, you have quite a large sandwich, mm-hmm. right? But this is um, smaller for sure. Mm-hmm. You're not cutting it in half and making two sandwiches because that okay. would be teeny tiny. So if you want more or you need, you want bigger ones, then maybe double the recipe because this makes eight fairly small pitas. Okay. So after you've rolled them out, you let them proof for about 30 minutes and preheat your oven to 500 Fahrenheit or as hot as your oven gets. Mine tops at 500. And then I use this method that's in this recipe, which is a, you can use a baking stone or a cast iron skillet. So I put my cast iron pan in upside down mm-hmm. in my oven while it was heating, like let it get hot in the oven. And then you don't want all the heat to get out. So kind of be quick, open it up, pop your flat disc of dough on there, close it, watch and see, because it, then it's going to like puff up a little bit. 
And there was a point where I, I texted you guys with this video. I was like, oh, watch this. I was so excited to see it. Like one of them got yeah. quite like a it balloon. It was like a little balloon in your <laughs> oven. It was so cool. It was, it was fun to watch it like really puff up. And then you have to be careful when you take it out because it says to use tongs and I use tongs, but that kind of deflated it my... Deflates it, right. Yeah. right. So it works better to use like a spatula and just scoop underneath it and right, take it out. Right. And how long did that take to puff up like that? Oh, um, I think it was about three minutes. Okay. And you don't have to turn it over or anything? Nope. Okay. You don't turn it over. So the other method I had read about was on the stovetop in your skillet and you would flip it. Yeah. But I yeah. think in the oven, because you've got heat all around, that's right, why you right. don't have to flip it. Okay. And I thought maybe that would be easier. So there you go. And then you just repeat all of them, get them all done. Mm -hmm. That's not bad if it's only eight. You got eight of them. Let's say you're at like five minutes a piece. Takes a little bit of time, but that's not crazy. So after I let them totally cool, I just put them under a tea towel. I didn't want them to like dry out too much. And I did, but I left them there to totally cool. And then I wrapped each one in like some plastic and I put them all in a bread bag. And then I just, cause I didn't know if they might freeze together or whatever. And I put them in the freezer. Oh, okay. 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 okay I must've done this actually in three days. Now that I, now that I think about it, cause I did sauces, yes. then I did bread and then I serve the sandwiches on the third day that's why i put them in the freezer so right i mean i think they totally would have been fine overnight but i just didn't know how that would go so i right. thought let's just put them in the freezer and i think you could you could freeze them as long as you want i mean they're mm -hmm. when they came out of the freezer they they were perfect hmm. okay so there's your pita back to our sabuk at the spruce eats now when you're ready to make your sabuk you take it take your bread out and come to like room temperature mm -hmm. while you prep your filling so well, there's lots of different fillings you could put into one of these sandwiches eggplant seems to be pretty standard boiled egg like hard-boiled egg sliced uh, hummus amba sauce for sure tahini sauce and uh what's called an israeli salad mm -hmm. so tomato cucumber red onion uh, all those things diced, tablespoon of lemon juice, salt, and pepper to taste. So you're yeah. just making a very simple chopped Mediterranean salad, essentially. Mm -hmm. And then you're grilling or sauteing your sliced eggplant. So the this says, it, this calls for small eggplants. I could only find the big one. So I got right. one big one and mm -hmm. I sliced it pretty thin because when my pitas are quite small, I didn't want the whole thing taken up by <laughs> one big chunk. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. I was going to say, do you do anything to the eggplant before you grill it, like salt it or? It doesn't say to. I did okay. salt it a little bit just because that seems to be pretty standard practice with eggplants. You want to sweat right. it a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I did do that, but I didn't worry too much about it. It wasn't in the, I don't think it was in the recipe. So you've got your eggplants, you've got your hard boiled eggs sliced, you've already got your salad done, you've got your amba sauce, your tahini sauce, your hummus, mm -hmm. <laughs> get everything out. Now it was time to slice the pita and see like cut and see if I could make a pocket. Right. My pita bread. The pita pocket. <laughs> yes, the pita pocket. <laughs> So what I, it's hard to describe, but what I did was like, I picked where it seemed like there was an air pocket and I kind of put my, the pointed end of a serrated knife in and then sort of cut like sawed around right. 
to, oh, yeah. to cut like a pocket, but only one top of the circle of the round pita, you know? Right. Right. Um, because like I said, they're not big enough to cut in half and open up and have two sandwiches. So that's what I did. And some of them were, um, there was definitely air pocket in there, but it, I don't think any of them had a complete open air pocket okay. all the way through. I had to slice through bread mm. oh, you did. at okay. certain points. Okay. I find that sometimes even with the store-bought ones, it's like that. It's the same thing, right? Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. I would say overall though, it, it worked. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I think this was... It definitely made a pita pocket, even though you had to slice a little bit. And there may have been like the odd one that had a hole kind of that broke. Mm-hmm. Totally fine. Totally fine. So then it's just a matter of layering all your stuff in there. And because it's small, it, it was kind of hard to like hold it open, get some stuff, you know, like put in some eggplant, put in some amber sauce, put in some salad, put in some hummus, put it like and trying to yeah. layer it all in. Just do your best. Just the main thing is just to get all the yummy stuff into mm-hmm. your mm-hmm. and then eat it up. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. Oh. There's all the recipes, all the things to make your sebic. You applaud and, now? Yeah, I want to know how you enjoyed your sandwich. I think this sandwich has changed my life. <laughs> <laughs> or at least all these sauces. Mm. I just love that amba sauce. So after you served us this pita, and I tried so hard to eat it slowly to enjoy (laughs) all the flavor, and before I knew it, it was gone. And I was like, well, damn, I want more that tastes like that. It was so small because the bread was so small. (laughs) I felt the same way too. It did fill me up, but I just wanted more of it because it tasted so good. So what I was doing as the week went on, and it was really fast to do, like as soon as you have the sauces sitting in your fridge, it took me almost nothing to kind of recreate the same thing. And so what I was doing was instead of boiling an egg, I just fried up a couple eggs and just fried them a little bit soft. Mm -hmm. And then I took a nan bread and I popped it into the toaster oven and heated it up. I would put hummus on one side, the amba sauce on the other. I'd chop up a tomato and a cucumber and make Mm -hmm. that little salad. Mm -hmm. And then I would stuff as much as I could in there, put the egg on top and like fold it shut really fast like you're closing a book. Yeah. (laughs) And then just eating it until it dripped down my elbows. Nice. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the flavor was just to die for. I wish I had the, I didn't go and seek out the eggplants to also add in there. Mm But just those simple little bits with the egg, the sauce, and the salad. And then I always had extra salad. So then I had a little salad on the side that I just forked up. And yum, yum. yum. This is, and it was quick. So good, Heather. I love the flavors. Yeah, the flavors are good. Absolutely And it doesn't take that long. Like the amba sauce, um, you're really only simmering it like 15 minutes or so. And then putting it in the fridge overnight. So as long as you've done, you've got your stuff and you whip yeah. it up you can make it really quick put it in your fridge and then you've got it for like the week oh, yeah. exactly to put on everything <laughs> it was delicious delicious and it was again same problem after that first bite i just wanted to eat it it was mm-hmm. so good all the flavors melded same thing i did the same thing with the leftover sauces i had extra pita bread mm-hmm. slap on some leftover meat or whatever with both of them mm-hmm. and then just eat those pitas and this was a vegetarian dish that you made and I'll mm-hmm. give it a 10 out of 10. It was hearty. It was like yeah. satisfying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I liked that the pita bread was a little bit thicker. 
Like it oh, wasn't... we should talk about the just the bread itself. Sometimes that other stuff from the store just gets too chewy. Like you feel like you're like you too take dry. a bite, it's dry, and it's dry yeah. and chewy, and like you have yeah. to like pull yes. it away yeah. and you have yeah. to tear it with your teeth. You tear it, yeah. yeah. It's not as enjoyable to eat. This stuff was. I liked that it was a bit thicker. It was a little bit meatier, and it just like softer. You, you just sank softer. into yeah. it. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, yeah. I liked it too. I would totally make that again, even though I was nervous about it but i would make a bigger batch and freeze them oh yeah great idea i like that i like that you froze it and it worked i'd like to try that Mm -hmm. take the time to make the whole bunch like it's really eight of them it didn't take that long right really the first recipe well it wasn't really a recipe it was more like a what is it and how do you what what could you put in it um mentioned peeled boiled and then sliced potato Mm. so if you needed to you know fill it up a little more you could put something like potato or I would think like a yam or something would be good in there too. Mm-hmm. Like, mm. No, I wouldn't change it. I think it's perfect <laughs> as is. <laughs> this is like the first time I have been excited about my own lunch yeah. in years. Yeah. Like I like years. years? Yeah. <laughs> like I oh you're not a lunch person. Exactly. I hate making myself. I know. Lunch. I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. Mm-hmm. And I hate making lunch when the kids are home too. I just like yeah. for me, lunch is a four-letter word. Don't mm. say it to me. Mm-hmm. I hate that question. Yeah. But now that this is in my life, I'm like, oh, I can't wait for lunch. And yeah. it takes no time at all to yeah. whip it up once you have these in the fridge. Like yeah. I was, I felt like such a grown up this week eating this <laughs> instead yeah. of like a handful of chocolate chips and a two oranges or whatever, Usually, <laughs> whatever the stupid crap is that I'm just digging out of the fridge or whatever's left over in my kid's lunch at two o'clock or, you know, like, yeah. yeah. And yeah. you could, yeah. And if you don't have the bread mm-hmm. or you don't eat bread, mm-hmm. just, ha- just make it like a salad, like yeah. a, put it all on your plate, the vegetables yeah. and the sauce. And even I would say chicken would be really good in there if you're not um, yeah. vegetarian. Like if you had some leftover roast chicken, it's just the sauce, like, I don't know, baked mm, potato so with all that yeah. stuff Ooh. on there. That would be yum. Yeah. Yeah. No, this is this is fantastic. This Delicious. is so good, Heather. I am so glad you made this. Mm. Now go and make your amba. I amba gonna do that. <laughs> what is the traditional way to make the pita? Like what's the traditional way to heat it up? Yeah, to cook it. I would imagine probably like a hot stone either in an oven like a pizza type oven Mm -hmm. or on whatever kind of stove or even i mean you if you had a fire going and you're camping yeah yeah you could totally put like your griddle or turn your pan upside down like i did and just yeah you could totally do it over a fire i think it just needs to be smoking hot it needs to be smoking hot which might be harder cast iron pan right on top of your coals Mm-hmm. And just have your fire still going around it. Yeah. Ding dong. <laughs> Ding, Ding dong. Erin <laughs> is the person who baked biscuits in the fire. Yeah. Oh, that's right. So she yeah. knows a thing or two about. I yeah. love messing around with bread. You always <laughs> make bread on your pizza stone in the barbecue. I think this will mm-hmm. be a good oh, yeah. way of doing it too, right? Yeah. You can do a whole bunch at the same time, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe not. Depends one how by big one. your stone is, right? Right. Oh yeah. Good job, Heather. Thank you. I'm glad you liked it. Thank you very much for bringing those recipes into our lives. And now for the fine print. Remember, when you like, subscribe, review, or share this podcast, it helps more people find us. Thank you so much for listening.
I picked out the eggplant, but the rest was good. 